Welcome to Live Well Talk on the Mailbag. Uh, the Mailbag is a segment of the podcast where I'll uh, answer questions submitted from our awesome listeners. And in today's episode of the Mailbag, we're going to address uh, three topics, uh, sleep, uh, celery, and mask. Uh, the first question comes from our uh, listener, Francis, and she asks, what are the ways lack of sleep affects your health? Well, in Shakespeare's Macbeth, it says uh, sleep the, that knits the raveled sleeve of care, the death of each day, and it goes on. It's after Duncan uh, kills Macbeth. And, um, that, and that's just it, that we need sleep to restore our brain. And what they think is that actually the, the brain doesn't have a good venous return system, so it doesn't get rid of toxins very well. And then when we go to sleep, the, 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 the brain is able to relax and allow toxins to drain from the central nervous system. And that helps us uh, concentrate and be more wakeful and have uh, good health. Sleep deprivation also leads to uh, hypertension, uh, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes. Uh, and if it's related to sleep apnea, it can cause other concerns of uh, strokes and cardiac uh, heart conditions. Sleep is important. Uh, and uh, the average uh, American gets six to seven hours sleep and they probably need eight. Um, I know I'm, I'm, I feel pretty blessed if I can get six to seven, but uh, it's certainly having more sleep is, uh, is uh, beneficial and not being sleep deprived. Now, sleep is one of those, you can't store it up, so you can't sleep 48 hours and then be up for 24, right? You know, so there is a cycle to it, uh, and that cycle must be adhered to. Uh, I've been told uh, in the past that it's better to get up at the same time if you stay up late. So get up at your normal time. Uh, sleeping in only upsets that cycle and makes it harder to get back on your routine. And then n all of us like the uh, fall back daylight savings, never the spring forward. So Dr. Beckett, Ralph Beckett was a pulmonologist here. He's retired, but he used to say, I must really not be getting enough sleep because I'm always so grateful to get that extra hour in the fall. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Our next question is from Jenny. Uh, with the masking requirements going away, will I still be protected if I'm the only one wearing a mask, or is masking truly just to protect others? Yes and yes. Um, we know that masking, if you have symptoms, prevents you from spreading droplets in whatever environment or room that you're in. Masking to protect yourself would work if it was an N95 fitted mask that didn't allow any, uh, everything was filtered was coming in where just a surgical mask or cloth mask still have enough space that you uh, um, can get, get COVID, particularly that's airborne. And, but it, it probably doesn't decrease your chances a little bit. I always like to say that masking on a one-on-one -on -one basis it, it does work. So I visit someone that has a cold. I wear a mask. Don't socially distance. Chance of me getting a cold uh, are less. But to use masking for a whole community, I think the evidence has been just pretty much a wash that it doesn't influence control of a virus as much as uh, they thought it might. Uh, now, as we get farther away from the pandemic, we're able to look back at data and data mine that. Uh, we might find something different. But at this time, a mask prevents you from giving something to someone else. Wearing a mask may prevent um, larger respiratory illness that have larger droplets like influenza. Uh, but uh, smaller ones like COVID can penetrate the mask if it's not fitted? That's a great question. 
And that, uh, I, I'll be the first to admit, I don't think healthcare, I don't think the CDC, I don't think Anthony Fauci, I, I don't think myself, I don't think we were consistent in our messaging early on. It was conflicting messaging at times, and uh, it really uh, uh, did uh, uh, limit that mitigation being successful. Our last question is from Allie. I've always laughed at the random awareness months you mentioned on the podcast in honor of Fresh Celery Month in April. Can you talk about the benefits of celery and all vegetables for our nutrition? Is there a downside to non-fresh celery? Well, Allie will be uh, soon bestow the title of fan club president because I think this is a great question. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, celery is beneficial in the fact that it provides fiber. It's very low calorie. And it also provides, I think, magnesium and potassium, which can help with high blood pressure. Uh, foods in general, uh, vegetables in general, fruits in general, but vegetables particularly provide fiber. And they're a good source of vitamins uh, that uh, prevent us from uh, having a vitamin deficiency. The Western diet, we're pretty good with vitamins. And you, know, you have fortified breakfast cereals uh, that also gives you vitamins. But uh, the natural replacement is probably uh, uh, is better than... Uh, vitamin A enrobed on your Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, a, a little trivia, I worked at General Mills right during college and they made Honey Nut Cheerios here in town. And vitamin A is actually really bitter, uh, but they enrobe it on there, means they spread it like a spray on the Cheerios to uh, make the cereal fortified so they can compete with Kellogg's. Just a little trivia uh, on cereals. Um, the downside, the fresh celery has the vitamins the fiber cooked celery, which I think is kind of gross, um, is, uh, been, those vitamins have been cooked out of it. So that's, that's the downside there. Who, who, whoever first put celery into a soup was a very hungry person because it is ick. Yeah. So that's, that's all for the mailbag today. Great questions. If you'd like to submit a question, uh, to the mailbag, go to unipoint.org backslash mailbag, common spelling of mailbag, M-A-I-L-B-A-G. Uh, on the mailbag, I'll answer topics of COVID-19, various uh, topics that we've had on uh, previous podcasts, and also uh, perhaps new technology, which is coming out all the time. I think next uh, podcast, we'll have a little bit more information about the breath test for COVID, and we'll share that with the listeners. Uh, of course, the mailbag is not a substitute for the relationship or the skills of your personal uh, clinician. Uh, and uh, if you do have a medical problem, you should discuss, discuss that with them. Um, and if uh, if it's an emergency, go to uh, the nearest emergency room or dial 911. Once again, you can submit your questions to me at the unitypoint.org backslash mailbag, M-A-I-L-B-A-G. I look forward to hearing from you, our amazing listeners. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.